<clears throat> I believe that um, the words we just sang uh, is our desire. Um, the the third verse. Um, I would be thine, and serve thee forever. That is, that is the ultimate that we desire. Filled with thy spirit, walking in God's spirit, lost in thy love, come to my heart, Lord, come with anointing. Showers of grace send down from above. What, what more would we want? So I'm, I'm blessed with that. Um, so, yes, it's good to be here, and I'm uh, rejoicing in in God's love and what all he has done for us. Um, it has, it's been good uh, already. Um, I guess just, I, I love to see this, the working of the Spirit and, and how that, um, things just just fit together because of that, and um, so what I have prepared to share is from Psalm 138, and Seth shared out of 139. Um, how that all came about is, I mean, just the working of the Spirit, because Seth and I most certainly did not communicate. Um, so most of us have been sitting for a while maybe you can stand and I'll read Psalm 138 and then we'll go back and, and take our message from there I will praise thee with my whole heart before the gods will I sing praise unto thee I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. In the day when I cried, thou answeredst me and strengthenedst me with, with strength in my soul. All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord, when they hear the words of thy mouth. Yea, they shall sing in the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. Though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly, but the proud he knoweth afar off. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. The Lord will per perfect that which concerneth me, Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. You may be seated. <clears throat> so I've just um, taken this um, a little bit at a time and, and just want to go through the entire chapter and uh, just take a look at what it really is telling us um, and see what we can extract from it. 
So we start with verse 1, just that first phrase. I will praise thee with my whole heart. Um, this was, was David um, praising God for the truth of his word. Um, so how do we praise God with our whole heart? Um, and my thought was just simply in, in seeing God in the little things of life um, and, and let our hearts be blessed by that. Um, and as we are blessed, praise will come forth. Um, you know, we tend to get so wrapped up, or I do, in, in the things of this life and the, the duties put upon us, the, the cares of this life. And the tendency to forget to praise God is, is huge. Um, but let's exercise ourselves and, and, and just, I don't know, just um, realize the, the presence of God in our life and, and his love for us and, and that, that he is longing for us to be more like him, to, uh, to respond to his love and to depend on him. Uh, he wants us. He wants us to be with him. Um, that is his. That is why he created us because he wanted us to be with him. So if if we can train ourselves, train our minds in with those thoughts, then then we will be praising God with our whole heart. I I do believe I. I really don't doubt that, and um, but it, it takes a a ongoing um, awareness of of God's presence and and His desire for us. Okay, and then the the second part of that verse: "Before the gods will I sing praise unto Thee," um, and The word gods there is not capitalized, and so I take that as as being lesser gods. And and what does that mean in our life? You know, we're not I mean I just had to think, where would I go if if, if I wanted to worship a lesser god, where would I go? The only the only thing I came up with was um like in a a Buddhist temple, which I was there once looking to do some furniture, and I just would never go into that place again, I don't think. I, it just creeped me out, okay? But we're not surrounded with gods as was David, I don't think. 
the, the idols of the nations surrounding them and so forth. I, I just don't think that we're exposed to that. However, that does not say that we don't need to guard against gods. And um, meaning again, lesser gods, not the God of heaven. So, and, and this is my thought, and, and I would like for you to, um, to let your thoughts uh, be active as well. But, and, and what, does, what does that mean to you? Um, but, okay, so the, the, the statement is, before the gods will I sing praise unto thee, thee being the God of heaven. So, this is what I wrote. Before, the, before in, in front of, in the presence of, the God of selfishness, the God of ambition, the God of envy or jealousy, the God of carnality, the God of iniquity, the God of despair and discouragement, will I praise the God of my salvation, the God of love, the God of heaven and earth, the God of gods, the king of kings. So it is like in the time of trouble, I will praise God. Um, I had this deeper into the message, but I think it fits here. Uh, James, James 1, I believe, verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Count it all joy when you fall into temptations. Doesn't come naturally. Knowing that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have a perfect work. So, in the midst, or in the at the time of temptations, um, tribulations, whatever it may be, can we sing praise unto God? Okay, verse 2, uh, the first portion of that. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. Um, I was reminded here of um, Psalms 23. I will lift up mine eyes into the hills from whence cometh my help. I don't think that um, that he is well, I, I just take that as, as figurative. Um, you know, I don't think that David was looking to the hills for help. Um, and in, in this particular verse, uh, I will worship toward the holy temple. Um, David was not worshiping the temple, but he was... He was letting his mind be, be drawn to God. Uh, and the same in twenty three in Psalms twenty three, you know, he he was lifting his thoughts and and letting his spirit connect with the God of heaven. Um, 
And he says, uh, here in 138, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. So we too lift our thoughts toward heaven and let our love and praise for God flow out to him who has made us whole. Um, and, you know, again, may we be reminded that, you know, he truly cares for us and for, for every little detail in our life. Um, we, again, I tend to think of those little things as just things I need to take care of, you know. And but I really believe that that God has interest in that as well. And and he wants us to come to him with the the little things of life that that would hinder us, that that uh, steal our peace or whatever it may be. Um because, you know, the scripture tells us that, that even the very hairs of our head are counted. And most of us here, it doesn't matter how many hair we have. Uh, we're not concerned about that. But God knows. Okay, so if he knows that, he's going to care about the, the trials we go through, the the pain we feel, the just the struggle we have in in life. You know, he he wants to know about that. And we can be assured that he, he cares. I guess I don't feel like I need to present a long list of of the things that I'm referring to because it doesn't matter. No matter what you name, he cares about it. And he wants he wants to help us. Um, I noticed the motto back here on the wall this morning. Um, it's taken from Isaiah 43, paraphrased a little bit. Um, Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. Since thou was precious in my sight, and I have loved thee, fear not, for I am with thee. So, May we take that to heart. Um, the, the other thing, or whatever, also in this, um, let us embrace that which tries us. The trial of your faith worketh patience. So can we embrace 
the things which try us. The truth is that the trial is for our greater benefit. And I think that uh, what Mark experienced in losing his leg, I think he, he learned to embrace that. I, he didn't clearly state that to me, but um, the, the entire experience has, has helped him. Um, and maybe this is, maybe there would be a better time to share this. But it comes to my mind, I, I think I will. Um, I think it was the last time I was there. He, expre he expressed a deep appreciation for what we've done for him. Um, and he just said that he's never, never experienced anything like this. And he was speaking of not not losing his leg. He was speaking of, of the love that was, was extended to him. He said, um, my mom said that, um, if I remember correctly, he said that his mom told him that the church would care for her or them, meaning Mark and his mother, but they never did, he said. Um, but his experience the last four months, he said, the church did care for him. They, they, he, he's just never experienced that. And he's, he is very appreciative of that. And so that is a, a small glimpse of it, I guess. Um, I just I just think that he is he has come to the point where he is okay with having lost that leg and um and he's rejoicing today and 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 I'm rejoicing in that. I I'm, I'm so glad for him that he can can uh, be rejoicing in the situation he's found himself In the same manner, Lucy has learned to embrace her cancer. She sees that she has, she has gained more than she has lost. Um, then I had to think of my own woes, you know. Can I embrace the threat of the lawsuit that I'm faced with? Um, It's a challenge, to say the least. Um, but, and I know that I most certainly do not instantly em embrace those things that, that loom over me, that look so difficult and, and uh, feel like 
trials to me. But I guess it is my desire to to change that, to be open to receiving those things and 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 that graciously. Okay, the second part of verse two. Um, for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. And I did not know what to think about that statement. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Um, so my thought was, so is God's word more powerful than his name? Is is God's name something different than God himself? Um, so, we just learned in the Sunday school lesson that that magnification is, is uh, now I can't even say it, but not making something greater, but, but getting a a more clear image of it. So, so God's word gives us a, a clearer understanding, a, a clearer vision of God himself. Um, so I think that That is well stated. That magnification, in in this sense, is is getting a a clearer vision or understanding, uh, a a greater knowledge of that which is being examined. We move on to verse 3. In the day when I cried, thou answeredst me and strengthenedst me with strength in my soul. God promised through Isaiah in chapter 65, verse 24, and it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer, and while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Okay. In the day when I cried, thou answeredst me. So, God not only knows our thoughts, he knows the intents of our heart. And um, so, he knows what's coming. Um, other scripture that comes to mind is, you know, the... And I can't quote it, but the, the scripture where it speaks of not knowing how that we should pray, but the, the Spirit um, intercedes for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Um, In the day when I cried, thou answeredst me. Um, we, we, we come to God with our our deepest troubles, we cry out to him. Um, 
and sometimes it brings tears, you know. It's hard. Um, but let's never doubt God hears regardless. We can know with certainty that he is answering. He's hearing us. Um, God loves when his children pray to him. He delights in our turning to him in time of need. In chapter 50 of Psalms, we read, Hear, O my people, and I will speak, O Israel, and I will testify against thee. I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee for thy sacrifices or thy burnt offerings, to have been continually before me. I will take no bullock out of thy house, nor he goats out of thy fields. For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls of the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell thee, for the world is mine, and the fullness thereof. Will I eat the flesh of bulls and drink the blood of goats? Then he says, Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most High, and call upon me in the day, in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. So, that in reflection of, of what he's saying here in, uh, in verse 3. Thou answerest me and strengthenest me. Um, in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Um, Psalms 46, 1. God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble. Um, again, referring to verse 3 of chapter 138, where he says, It strengthens me with strength in my soul. And then the verse in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, where, where Paul was asking the thorn in his flesh to be taken from him and um, God's word was my grace is sufficient for thee my strength is made perfect in weakness how did Paul respond to that it's always been a challenge for me most gladly therefore will I rather glory in my infirmities I find that a challenge at the least. I, I fail in doing that, glorying in my infirmities. Why? That the power of Christ may rest upon me.
if we can go if we can bear the the burdens that that we meet up with in life if we can graciously receive those and realize that that in my own strength i will only fail but in the power of christ i i am able to bear it um and if 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 we can come to that point where we where we thank God for the burden or infirmity, whatever it may be, turn to Him for strength, for wisdom and understanding, then the power of Christ can rest upon us and and we can be at peace. It is a a peace that passeth all understanding. Um, So verse 4, All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord, when they hear the words of thy mouth. Other verses, other scripture that came to my mind when reading that is um, Philippians 2, verses 10 and 11, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Um, I don't know what more to say than, than just simply um, if, if we turn to God, if we hear the words the end of verse 4, when they hear the words of thy mouth, when we experience that, when we hear God speaking, um, and we turn to him, praise will come forth. Um, And so, so what if we What about the man who, uh, who refuses to praise God? Um, maybe he he actually does believe, but he, for some reason or other, refuses to to give glory to God and to praise Him. What what is with that man? Um, Mark 8:38. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. So we don't want to be there. Um, and not, not to inflict fear, but just to realize that we need it is it is essential god desires 
our praise to him. And to, to resist praising God is, is to our own damnation, actually. Verse 5, Yea, they shall sing in the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. Referring to all the kings of the earth. Um, Psalms 92.4 For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the works of thy hands. Okay, so, um, just a supportive verse, I guess, that they shall sing in the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. Um, and then in Psalms 41.11 By this I know that thou favorest me, because my enemy doth not triumph over me. So again, we can think of enemies as, we can think of our enemies as other people, people that would oppose us or uh, hinder us in our work, destroy us. We can think of it that way. But there's other enemies, which I referred to earlier, um, selfishness, ambition, and we need to understand ambition for what it is, because we would say ambition is not all wrong, but what I'm trying, the sense of ambition I'm referring to is, is the desire for rank or fame, um, power. Um, Okay, so we can think of those things as our enemy as well. And um, we know that, that God favors us because those things do not have the power to overtake us. Um, they will if we don't... if we don't... Uh, maintain our connection with God but they in themselves do not have the the power to overtake us okay by this I know that thou favorest me because my enemy does not triumph over me so God God favors us and and gives us strength that the enemy does not triumph over us and I was just blessed with that verse um, in, in realizing that, that God is favoring me as he protects me from my greatest enemies. Verse 6, Though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly, but the proud he knoweth afar off. Um, That seems to be very easy to understand. And the, the thing of um, the Lord hath respect unto the lowly, that thought seems like it always takes me to, to uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus, where uh, her response to 
her cousin Elizabeth when she went to visit her. So I would just like to share that. Uh, that is found in, in Luke 1, starting in verse 46. Um, just Mary's um, testimony there, I guess. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things and the rich he hath sent empty away. He hath hope in his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spake to our fathers Abraham and to his seed forever. Just a, a beautiful expression of of how that God looks out for his own. The 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 meek and quiet spirit. Uh, so um so telling of God's people. So again, verse 6, though the Lord be high, you know, there's no other name uh, above the, the name of Jesus, okay? Though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly. But the proud, he knoweth afar off. He, It's kind of like, oh yeah, I know about them, but that's about all. Verse 7 in Psalm 138. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. Again, just an expression of what God does for his own. And... The, the difference in, in how he provides for his children and for those who, um, who are his enemies. Um, so if we break that down a little bit, though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Um, I must have had a, a reference wrong earlier because Psalms 23, verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Again, just speaking of, of trouble, um, death does not need to be trouble, but I was reminded of that verse. Um, Thou wilt revive me. I will fear no evil. Uh, thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies. 
um, thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff that comfort me. Um, you know, we naturally are fearful of of many situations that that come into our life, and including death. You know, naturally, we are fearful of death. Um, but with God on our side, we need not be fearful. At the same time, let's not condemn ourselves, uh, you know, feel, feel guilty and condemned if we do experience fear, but, but rather um, combat that fear by doing as we find in Psalms 37, starting in verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And the last verse. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. Um, I will just read what I wrote here. The Lord will perform his perfect work in us in any situation we find ourselves in if only we surrender everything to him. Our flesh resists, our will rebels, our spirit moans and groans, but then there is God. Our soul cries out to him. We are humbled, repent, and are blessed. Then we are reminded that God does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His mercy is meant for me today. I am the work of his hands. He will not forsake me. Praise God. So, repeating verse 8, The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. All the, the little things in my life, God will perfect that. He will work on me through those things. Can we come to the point where we embrace it? It's, it's often not an easy thing to do, but we know that God is faithful. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. He does not change. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. Which I take that as the I, you, all of us are the works of God's hands. 
So in, in summing this up at the end, um, just, I don't know, main points, I guess. I will praise thee with my whole heart, taken from verse 1. Um, and let us embrace that which tries us. The truth is that the trial is for our greater benefit. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. I'm, I'm still pondering on, on what that really is telling us, but um, for now, to me it is saying that, that God's word gives us a, a more clear understanding of what, um, of what he is and what he desires. Um, In verse 3 of chapter 138, In the day when I cried, thou answerest me, and strengthenest me with strength in my soul. Um, may that be part of our life. And thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. So I will leave it with that. Um, there are 